for tuning in to Mystic Witch. I'm your host, Blue. You can find out more about me at bluejunetarot.com. Mystic Witch is a podcast about magic, divination, and all things supernatural. Witches. Today we have born and raised New Yorker Victoria, who is a professional tarot reader, astrologer, numerologist, and Reiki practitioner. In her readings, she uses empathic psychic abilities. Victoria is also a certified personal trainer, martial artist, and ordained priestess by the state of New York. Her practice includes fitness trainer for complete holistic mind-body-spirit service. Her mission is to help individuals find answers, discover their purpose, and to create a healthy and balanced life. Welcome, Victoria. Thank you for being here. Thank you, Blue June. I'm so happy to be here today. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> so tell us a little bit about yourself. For instance, what's the magical tool that you feel you use the most often, and how do you use that tool? Sure. I have a lot of tools, actually. Um, besides my tarot cards and oracle cards, I love using numbers and the planets to guide me in helping people understand what it is they're looking for in their lives. Um, yes, I'm, in, I'm intuitive. I do have um, clairvoyant and clairsentient abilities. But I like to be very practical and very logical, so I do a lot of research. Um, I've been doing it for many years, and I use that research to guide me as well. So I'm not just relying on my intuition. I'm, I'm relying on uh, logic, and I'm practical. <laughs> yeah, I would have to agree with that. You are very, very practical. That's very cool. Thank you. Sure. <laughs> so I'm actually going to quote you here. Everyone and everything has a cycle. If you harvest during your germination period, you'll end up impoverished. Knowing your cycles is a map to a fruitful life. What do you mean by that quote? So everyone, some people believe that life is linear. Well, actually, life is very, um, it's a cycle. Everyone has a nine-year period, a nine-year cycle. And if you understand what year you're in, you could make goals and create habits to help you with um with your life, with your, with your goals. So if you, for example, want to, um, get a job, um, I would suggest to you when you're in an eight year cycle, that would be the best time for you to expand your career. Doesn't mean that you can't expand your career in a one or two cycle, but those cycles are specifically for something, for something else, something more important. For example, the one year is about focusing on yourself. The two years is about focusing on uh, relationships, if, especially if you're in one. So when you're trying to create a goal, you want to know what year and what month you're in to become successful. Oh, okay. Uh, mm -hmm. So does that have anything to do with um, the meaning of numbers and uh, basically like your personal, your personal numbers? Oh, yes. Yeah. So, uh, for example, each number has a their own meaning. Even when you have a double-digit number, you have to get the single digit. For example, um, the 26 as of 2-8, the 17 also as of 2-8. Um, when you understand these numbers, again, you could plan something um, for yourself to become successful. So your birthday is going to tell you your, your personal year, and it's also going to tell you your personal month. So, for example, 2019, we're all in a universal three-year, but for someone who is born, let's say, November 16, um, 
they're also in a, in a three-year. Someone who's born November 17 is in a four-year. So if someone's born, if someone currently is in a four-year or a five-year, they're going to have different experiences than someone born November 16. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Thank you for explaining that. Mm -hmm. So you did say that you wanted to talk about the meaning of numbers and mm -hmm. its relationship to astrology. Yeah, sure. So, um... For those of you who know astrology, um, all the planets have, uh, each planet has a specific meaning, and so does the numbers. So, uh, for example, um, the sun is connected to leadership, identity, the ego. So is the number one. Number one is connected to independence, leadership, the ego. So you're going to find a lot of similarities with um, a couple of numbers to certain planets. Yes. Okay. And how can people use that? Well, again, it depends on the person's um, goals. If you have a, um, if you have career goals or relationship goals, when to act on on something specific, you could consult your numbers or the planets, or it could tell you this is not the time to act. This is a time to be reflective or it's a time to study. So when you know what cycle you're in, um, according to your number, your personal numbers and the planets, you'll be able to act accordingly. And it's not that these numbers and the planets are going to do anything for you. It's just telling you when it's the best time for you to take action. And mm -hmm. how would people find those numbers? Well, honestly, um, they already have it. You ha just have to look at your birthday. So, for example, if you want to know what personal year you're in, um, and for example, Blue, do you want to share your birthday? 322. 322. Okay. So... Let's look at 322, 2019. So again, 2019 up to, to a three. You're born on the fourth of a month because two plus two is four, and March is is three. So your personal year, let's see, is at as up to a ten. So you're in a um, a one year. So ten equals one. You know, one year of new beginning. This is a time for you to expand your identity, your personality who you are and what you're trying to become. Like this number is connected to the sun in that in astrology. So for you, um, I'm personally in a three year, you're in a one year. So this is a year that you need to be focusing on yourself. Okay. Yes. So, yep. <laughs> so for example, if someone like, if someone were to come to me and ask me, when will they be able to find a, a partner for business or just for personal reasons, um, when that person's in a two-year, that will be one of the that would be a great time for them. Um, also, numbers six and eight is also a good time, but that's a it's a little bit different than a two. Two is the best. So my point is is that if you want to know what cycle you're in, all you need is your birthday and add the current year. So 322 2019 will tell you what year you're in, and then from that personal year, you add each month together. So for example, you're in a one year. So uh, one plus one, January, that is your two personal month. So when you add one plus nine, September, you're in a one personal month. So this is a great time for you to do things for yourself. It resonates 100%. Could you tell us a little bit about what the universal year is? What does that mean? Right. So the universal year is connected to the collective consciousness, what people are going to be experiencing together. Personal year is more about what the individual go through. Um, the universal year is what we collectively go through. So for a three personal year, it's, it's very fun. It's connected to Jupiter and it's connected to love. So you might find people um, are collectively are making um, a headway in science, um, maybe um, 
a country is it wins the World Cup or something for their um, for their country. A team wins the World Cup for their country. So this is supposed to be a fun, lucky year for everyone. It's not going to feel very gloomy. Um, another example I would I could suggest is that um, basically a, a universal year is just what we go through as a collective. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. I feel like a lot of, in the spiritual community, a lot of the conversations revolve around ancestral healing right now. Does that have anything to do with the universal year? Oh, yeah. Three is, is three connected to community. It's connected to family. So if you find that people are um, going through similar experiences, that's because um, they are tapping into the collective mind through the collective experience. Yeah, I have to say as a reader, and I'm sure you have the same experience, there is a collective shift in just general reading. The topics will shift for a big majority of people. Mm -hmm. And then you find that people come in with similar issues and similar success stories. Yes. That is really true, too. And I'm actually very excited for next year. 2020 is a double number. It means double the energy. Um, it's, it's connected to the number four. Some people's connected to the number two, but it's definitely connected to four. 2020, when you add it up, um, it's just four. And four means a karmic shift for the, for the global international community, not just for individuals, not just for uh, one country. It, it's, it's about all of us in a whole. A lot of things are going to be shifting, um, and it makes sense because we're going to have a um, presidential election, so the person who is going to be elected is going to be a big um, part of the shift that we're all going to be experiencing uh, globally. So if you were going to base it on the number four and the vibration around that number, would this be a shift for the positive we can expect, or is there no indication? Actually, uh, well, the change that we're going to be experiencing is, is going to, um, it could be positive or negative depending on your the person's perspective. Honestly, in my opinion, it's going to be a positive thing. No matter who gets elected, the shift is going to be positive. And I say that because the number four is connected to things that is unusual and different, and we do need that change in our society. And number four is connected to things beyond our our uh, beyond our control. So if you have a plan, for example, it could be about you know moving your family to a different country or going back to school or starting a new job. You might have that plan all set up, but the what the number four does, it gives you an opportunity. It gives you a life experience where it changes your plans. And for you, it could be positive, and for others, it could be negative. But that change is meant for you. People who are born on the fourth of a month like yourself, and the fourth of the month are people born on the fourth, the 13th, the 22nd, and the 31st. You guys are going to find next year to be very positive, very enlightening, and you're going to feel like life is just bringing you a whole new set of experiences and just bring your life to a place where you've been striving for for a long time. And these are people born on any fourth of the month of any month. You should find next year to be very, um, <laughs> let's say, enlightening, yes. <laughs> <laughs> that sort of reminds me of the belief that people who are born during a Mercury retrograde are less affected by Mercury retrograde. Do you, do you find any that holds any water? Honestly, <laughs> I've been doing research on this for a couple of years, and it honestly depends on what else is going on in that person's chart. So, for example, if there's a Mercury retrograde, but it's Saturn is squaring their sun, 
I don't care if you were born with a Mercury retrograde natally, you're going to be experiencing some, some challenges. If you have Jupiter trining your sun or Venus, you're definitely going to be having some more positive experiences than the other person. So you have to look at the chart as a whole. Always. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> that makes sense. This is why I don't really believe in cusps as well, because, you know, it really depends on the rest of the chart. It, it really does. And um, a lot of people like to use Mercury retrograde as an excuse, as a scapegoat for things that are happening in their lives. To me, from, again, my experience and my research, the planet just tells us all of the possibilities of something happening in that time period. It really has no control of your free will. <laughs> so, if you're, you know, if you're late to work during Mercury retrograde, don't blame the train. Just blame your, your lack of time management. <laughs> <laughs> That's real. <laughs> I, I guess just tell us a little bit about the difference between um, people's own lucky and stress numbers. Right. Um, this is another thing I've been researching for many years. So, for example, if you were born on the fourth of a month, uh, four is obviously going to be one of your lucky numbers. Um, your life path number is going to be a lucky number as well. And usually people have two, three to four lucky numbers. I like to call them power numbers. Um, and that's where I have to do research by interviewing people's lives to see when they had successful times and stressful times to see what number resonates with them. Um, for example, um, uh, Malalala, she is a, um, an activist in the Middle East, and she has a interesting life so far in terms of um, being abused by men and speaking up for women who uh, weren't who didn't have access to education, she was shot in a nine, um, in one of her nine personal years. So I could say that nine is one of her unlucky numbers, her challenge number. So um, obviously um, she was born on the sixth of, of a month. So obviously six is a lucky number for her. But again, if you want to figure it out, the first two are easy and you will have to consult a numerologist like me to find the other power numbers as well as your stress numbers. Oh, Okay. So I'm assuming that that is a little bit more complicated. It, it is because you, you definitely have to sit down um, maybe for a couple of hours to understand uh, what a person went through at a certain time period, certain years and certain months, and you have to find the pattern. There's a pattern with everybody. Um, there are going to be some people are going to share similar numbers. So, for example, if you're born on the fourth of a month, seven tend to be very positive for people born on, on the fourth of any month and vice versa for people born on the 7th, four tend to be very positive. But I have noticed that people, um, uh, challenge numbers are also the same. That if you're born on the 4th of a month, eight tends to be a stressful, numbers for, stressful number for these people. So yeah, there, there, is a, there is a cycle, there is a pattern, and you just have to be very observant. <laughs> so do you feel like that's something that you should map out with a client over a period of time, or something that you can just decipher in a 30 minute session. Well, right. So this is where your intuition has to come into play. Um, yes, I have been observing people and my clients for many years and I, I have seen numbers and I could say right away, yes, this is going to be a power number. This is going to be a challenge number. But then my intuition does kick in when I'm looking for that last number. It will tell me um, 
maybe it's a three or maybe it's a five. And then I would just ask questions to verify, did you have a stressful time in 2012? 2012, it was a five universal year. And if I got a yes from my client, then I could tell them, okay, I believe five is a stress number, but I don't want them to get paranoid that every time, you know, five comes around, they're going to experience something because I don't want this to be a pseudo effect that they see the number five, something negative happened. I try to, I try to keep it very casual, but I tend to let them know um, if you're going to do something important, I will avoid such and such days. Oh. Like if you kind of open a business, I would, I would try to go, I would definitely go more towards the numbers that I'm a hundred percent certain are their power numbers. Okay. Okay. So if someone wanted to say book you for uh, finding out what their lucky or power or stress numbers were, what's the best way to get a hold of you for that? Um, I'm, I'm available through Instagram. I, I check my messages a couple of times a day. Um, my phone number should be there as well. Um, could always, um, I'm always answering texts. Um, and I, I feel that's the best way. If you have social media, it's very easy to get a hold of me. And it's warrior underscore priestess underscore Victoria, right? Yes, ma'am. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And I know you have some classes coming up. Do you want to talk about that? Yeah, sure. I always try to have a class uh, um, at Namaste Bookshop. That's on 14th Street, Union Square in New York City. I try to have a class um, right before Christmas holidays. If that's not possible, it'd be right after the New Year's because we always want to know what's the new year is going to bring for us in terms of, you know, positive things, stressful things. So I, I tend to have it twice a year. I'm hoping to have online classes soon, something with um, Zoom or Skype where I could just have everyone in one place and you could have the class in the comfort of your bedroom. <laughs> yes. Yes. It'd be more convenient for people to, you know, save some money on the transportation. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And uh, what is your website called? My website is Victoria Alchemy. So I said alchemy because I like to put a combination of things um, with my with my services. Um, as you know, it's numerology and astrology and tarot, but I do offer other things like um, fitness training, Reiki services. So it's all about trying to transform the person to their to their best. All right. Well, thank you so much, Victoria, for your time today. I really appreciate you taking some time for us today. Oh, I appreciate the time uh, that you gave me. I, I, I love talking about this. And um, I just want to tell you, everyone out there, stay mystic, witches, okay? Yes! <laughs> Be sure to subscribe to Mystic Witch on any of your favorite platforms. And you can show your support by contributing monthly at anchor.fm or on our Patreon page. Follow us on social media to hear exclusive audio clips from our guests at Mystic Witch Podcast. <laughs>